feet? No. No, he got a knee. He oh. got a knee in the nutsack. Yeah. Okay? I mean, did you not see the way he was walking? Yeah. It's the exact way you walk when you're about to puke because you just got racked. Hey, welcome back to The Unrestricted. We've got a very special episode for you coming today. It's a World Cup edition of The Unrestricted. I'm Vex. That's RC, Richard Carnahan, the bulldog. Oof. <laughs> Bob on the ones and twos. And that chuckle you hear in the background is Alamo Heights girls varsity head coach of soccer, Chris Sharp. Chris, welcome to the pod, man. Thanks, guys. This is awesome. Have you done a pod before? Never done a pod. I just started listening to pods, actually. It's a great world, isn't it? It is. It's a lot of fun. Um, as a soccer guy, do you listen to soccer pods? Um, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Are there I some listen. good ones out there? Because I admit, that's not on my radar. Yeah. Um, the Daily has some. Okay. Yeah, they just talked about... Qatar and how many people have died and 500 to 600 people died making the stadiums. Uh, yeah, I think it's closer to 5,000, my friend. That's what, yeah, that's it's, what the Qatar official is saying. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it's kind of like when they made the pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that hits a little close to home over here. Uh, Sorry, bro. And is that back when Jews had trades? No, that's when Jews were slaves. <laughs> no, my bad. Before we even had a trade. I should have boned up on my history before this episode. Trivia question. Yeah, go. How many Qatar citizens are there? Uh, that's a very good question. So I have an answer for you. They claim to have 1.5 million. Wrong. But the, but the actual, <laughs> yeah. no, it's true. But the actual citizenship is closer to 200,000. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and is it really true that none of them work? Uh, I don't know. That's a really good question. Yeah, there's but 3 the, million people that live there. Only about two to 300 are citizens. The rest are guest workers. Yes. So these that citizens exactly get, right. like, like checks, oil checks? Well, no, they're work. Uh, oh, the citizens? Yeah, yeah I yeah. presume that's what they're doing. And the other 1.3 million are just there to work. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know. It's a mess. My brother was yeah. over there, by the way, at the World Cup. Oh, yeah. And I swear we will get into the actual soccer of this. Oh. But real quickly, just the politics of having it in Qatar. Obviously, it's a complete sham. Uh, if you haven't seen the FIFA documentary on Netflix, I totally suggest it. Or if you've read anything over the last 20 years, you know the corruption of FIFA. It's it's really sad. Oh, it's... Uh, although my brother had a great time. So what are you going to do? Out of that FIFA documentary, yes. I, I thought it was really interesting how much Adidas played into yes. the corruption. Yes. I didn't realize that. I didn't either. Well, and, and then going back to the Chappelle special, he said it's funny that... Uh, Adidas was founded by Nazis. Yeah, oh, there yeah. is that. And they they canceled Kanye. Mm-hmm. So they said, ah, <laughs> looks like the, the, the student has outlived the teacher. So, Chris, we have, we have, this is an awesome occasion for American soccer fans, as I am, as you are, as I hope you are, Bob. At Come least on, pretend Bob. to why be you, Bob. Why, why the long No, 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 no. I I am a fan of all sport, and I can and I can appreciate all sport. My problem, my personal problem with soccer. I don't have a problem with soccer. Oh God. The problem is, is I don't understand the game. Oh, that's I don't, everybody's problem. What's your? I don't know. What's to understand? I don't know. You know, back in the day when I was growing up, people said that. Oh, it's not the American sport. I don't you grew understand. Up in Dallas, right? Yeah. And Dallas was was soccer central for Texas for fifty years. At, At least, least. Yeah. real quick. Is. What's your age? 
53. Okay, I'm 46. We're all kind of in the same yeah. age bracket. And yes, but everybody's, in the early 70s, yeah. even mid-70s, the, sidekicks. the big problem... The big problem... Dallas Tornadoes. Oh, before the The big the problem was that Americans didn't necessarily understand the game. Right. And sports writers wouldn't write about it. It's right. still Sportscasters wouldn't cover it on the evening news. Bunch of dicks. Yeah. And therefore, the sport didn't proliferate except for at a junior level because you and I and probably you two... I remember playing against you, Richard. Whipped your ass. We all did. You did not. You I was on not. the Pace Picante Peppers. We were undefeated. I was on the 76 Strikers and we brought home... No, we beat times. the shit out of y'all. We were the 70... Well, so, 75... Um, you were older. Hey, you guys want to hear something really crazy? So, I was in the library during this work day that we have at school and I was bored and I looked and I found some very old yearbooks almost yeah yearbooks yeah, yeah. 1927 28 and 29 Alamo Heights had a girls soccer team no wow. way a girls soccer team a, and a guys presumably nope. just a girl just girls well, how interesting yeah. fast forward to the 80s they didn't have a girls soccer team and Correct. my sister played on the boys soccer team for coach Fink I didn't know yeah. that yeah. yeah. Colleen? No. Okay. Carrie. Okay, Carrie. sorry. Carrie. Was, yeah. She also averaged a triple-double on the round ball court. Damn, what a stud. She yeah. got all the athletics. Yeah, God has a sense of humor. <laughs> so we, <laughs> yeah. we, we devolved really well there. Yeah. But, like, I, I get kind of pissy when I hear somebody say, I don't understand soccer. My mother the other day was cleaning up after Thanksgiving you know, doing all her stuff. I invited her over to watch the game. She said, I can't. I'm cleaning up after Thanksgiving. She turned on the TV, and she said it distracted her completely right. from doing the dishes. She was watching. My mother didn't play soccer. She didn't coach soccer. She didn't. She doesn't know anything. But what she said to me was, it's just easy for me to understand. There you go. It's so much easier than the NFL, than basketball, baseball. There's so much less um, Officiating, frankly, nuanced officiating, like there is in the NFL. What? What do you I, not no, understand? No, no, it's not that I don't understand the game of soccer. I, I understand the setup of soccer and, and and the playing of it. It's I don't understand enough of the intricacies, especially at the world level or even the MLS level, to understand why that play, that level of play, that level of teamwork, that level of play setting, that is better than say to talk about a team that we've talked about before, Wrexham. Why? Okay, I, so I, I, I don't understand what you're talking about is that. appreciation. That appreciation. Okay, fine. That's not understanding. That's appreciation. Yeah, it's a bigger and, word. Okay. I, I mean, that's the difference between a golfer watching every minute of the Masters and appreciating every single shot versus the average viewer who doesn't watch every single shot because they can't appreciate it. And, I get that. Well, I think, and, and understanding fine. the mastery of, you know, a drop-down shot from the sand yeah. – that puts the ball that way and how that happened yeah. versus the collegiate player who just did the same damn thing. Well, I think also you got to look at it from a point of view of never playing the sport, right? Right. Yeah. Like, like last yesterday when, um, what's his name had the, had the ball was going down the left side. There was like two minutes left in the game. He should have taken it into the corner. Oh, right. Haji, Haji, right. So, oh my so, God, I so, could have killed him. Right. I could have killed him. He didn't dribble the to the out. corner. He took a shot on goal. And all you got to do is dribble to the corner and you, and you, I could have killed him. Yeah, but I was watching it with kids who never have played the sport and they were telling him to go to goal. Yeah. So, so us who have played the sport before and understand it, 
would take it to the corner and say, hey, one nothing is perfectly fine with me. Yeah. You know, and then they got that counterattack. And it almost, almost was, a, it it was, was almost a PK. There were tense moments. Yes. Uh, and he, so is that, how do you quantify yesterday's victory against Iran getting through the group stage? I mean, it's the best moment in American soccer in, I don't know, two decades? At least. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't think of a bigger one. Maybe Donovan's goal against Algeria uh, That's what I, a decade yeah. or so ago. But like this is this is a moment. And now we get the Netherlands on Saturday. Right. But it's not the Netherlands of yesteryear. It's not. Uh-uh. It's no, I mean, look, the Netherlands, I think, hold the record for most consecutive times getting out of group play right. and getting into the knockout stage. Like, they are as consistent as it comes in 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 world soccer. But I agree with you. I don't think that this team is unbeatable. They no. have a lot of talent. They do. They have a lot of young talent, and they've got a great center back. Well, uh, is that the young? No, it's uh, the guy from Liverpool. Um, not Gakpo. No, no, no. Van Dyke. Oh, Van Dyke's really good. Yeah, it's a I mean, very Rotterdamish name. <laughs> <laughs> Are they beatable? I think so. I mean, they play like a three-four-two-one. Okay. So you, you, three see, in the back. Yeah, three in the back. In but if you watch and you really look away from the ball and you actually watch teams evolve during the game, I mean, their formation is changing constantly. Like it looks like you have three in the back when you attack, but you actually have five when you're defending. They uh-huh. just push back. So, yeah. So I think with us playing the four-three-three system that Berhalter's playing, which I really like, you think he'll stay with that? I formation? do. Okay. I do. All right. And is he going to start Geo? I don't know. To start Gio? That, Why is Geo weird... playing? Well, you know, there's speculation that he's still injured, and they brought him along to give him the the experience and the understanding because he's still what 20 years old. If he yeah. is injured, why is he saying? Why did he say publicly that he's fine? And why wouldn't you just come out and say? Geo's knocked up. I mean, it's. I well, don't think I mean, you're do necessarily you, tipping your cards, are you? Well, I mean, if you think about it, Burhalter takes a kid that's injured and leaves a couple that are 100% fresh at home. Oh, uh, okay. Right. okay. Okay. You know? I mean, Maybe you've got to play answer. those cards, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got to figure it out, and you've got to bluff sometimes. So, yeah. Holland are, are the favorites in this match. I don't well, know if yeah. y'all have looked at the betting lines. But the Netherlands are minus 120. The United States is a plus 330. What does okay. that mean in soccer? What does that mean? Yeah. It means it means that for the United States to win outright in regulation time, if you bet a hundred bucks, you'd win three thirty. Got it. So you know what uh, would that look like? They're a, like a, a big po- underdog, like a point spread in football. Oh, okay, that's a good question. I would for say our, our I would say that if it was football, that would be like, like a, a ten and a half seven point spread. Okay, it'd be like a seven point spread. That's that's it's a mountain that can be climbed. Yeah, but see, like the whole idea of doing these averages and these betting, you know, all that kind of stuff kind of gets thrown out the window with soccer because right. it's so freaking unpredictable. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Do you know that there was a game in Germany, and this was years, like I would say about four or five years ago, where a team did not record a shot on the other team, and the team that did not record a shot score, uh, won because the other on team— On an own goal? On an own goal. <laughs> I mean, you, t- you throw it out. Right? Okay, so that right there, and I'm playing devil's advocate, yeah. might be the reason why no one in the United States watches soccer. <laughs> <laughs> no shots on goal. I think that is no shots on goal. And I think ties. They That's the other freaking, thing. Everybody it, hates ties. Okay, so I'm, I'm, this is such a hackneyed, uh, lame, 
50-year-old argument about okay. soccer. Yeah. I can't stand it. What are you laughing about, Bob? <laughs> that's that's one of my a, quick comedic reactions about soccer. It's like you play you, you played a nil-nil or one-nil, and then and then there's the pretentiousness of it's nil, not zero. Fuck you. <laughs> soccer football. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, though though I do have to love the Peyton Manning Chip, uh, commercials. Chris. Right. That's that's, that's right. hilarious. That's right. Where he finally gets into a bit. My he just said soccer. No, and then yeah. he no, goes he goes, my my kids call it soccer. Yeah. <laughs> but did soccer. you see Polisic when he raised it his he rose his shirt up during okay. the qualifications? He scored a goal, he rose it up and says, it's called soccer. Yes. Oh. And now now the chant for the USA yeah. faithful there, the outlaws, is it's called soccer. That's pretty funny. It's yeah. really awesome. It is. I, it's just a hackneyed 50-year-old thing that is carried over from shitty sports writers from yeah. the early 70s. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are ties. I mean, guess what? There's fucking ties in the NFL, okay? That, there are now. I mean. In the regular season. There have right. been for years, forever, for our whole lives. There's been ties in the NFL. Nobody seems to give a shit about that. Well, because they they have an attempt to play towards a resolution. So does soccer. Well, more time. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah, I let's. Just, can I we talk about it. that? I don't get it, and we get pissy about a match ending two to one. Oh, there's not enough action. Really? The whole thing's I mean, action. Yeah. You get Constant. the entire. It's it's like a shark. They're always moving. You get fourteen seven matchups in the NFL, damn near every weekend. Yeah. That's two to one. Two yeah. goals to one goal. Well, and, and I counter with, go try to watch the Jets playing Jacksonville. Correct. And tell me that that's not... Was, who was it with the Patriots two weeks ago and the game finished 10-3? 10-3 with the last, with the last second okay. run back. Yeah. Yes. Garbage football. Well, it's... I mean, t- to make fun of Americans. Americans have no attention span. Yeah. For an American to sit down and pay attention enough to appreciate a full soccer match... Again, that's one of my comedic responses. Call it a match. It's a game. Whatever. We don't have the attention span. Football is um, is the perfect sport for an American. Plays over in about 10 eight, seconds. Ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. We got 30, 45 seconds to take a slip of beer, and then we're back Go to in the, the bathroom. Action. Yeah, and now they pay attention to the commercial break more than they pay attention to the game. Yes, yeah. because they 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 want to be shoveled product, shovel that shit or, down their throats. Yeah. I don't want to try to push soccer on anybody, Chris, Coach Sharp. I don't want to do that. That's not what we're here for. If you like it, awesome. If you don't, that's fine. Right. Just the the, the pageantry of the World Cup, the event that is the World Cup. Undeniable. Which, which yes, which I've attended mm-hmm. in France, which my brother just attended for his third consecutive time. There's nothing comparable. I've been I've been to a Super Bowl. I've been to the major uh, to the World Series. I've been to several NBA finals. It's not even fucking close. No, no I've been to the all. Masters. Yeah. The Masters might be the only thing that even approaches it, and even yeah. it's not even close. Yeah, I, I went to the World Cup when it was here in America. Yep. I went to the Women's World Cup when it was in Calgary. Nice. Or Canada. Yeah. And uh, we had a blast. It was so much fun. I mean, you're sitting around people from different countries. 
You're getting different perspectives. The Japanese you know, are cleaning the stands. Leaving origamis yes. in, yeah. the, in the... They're cleaning, they're cleaning the, their locker rooms and leaving origami birds and stuff. Yeah, I mean, the picture cool. of their locker room was amazing. Right? So they do that in, in their... Ba- that's their, their sporting habit. They do that in baseball, too. Hey, yeah. so a friend of mine, he, he has been very lucky. His wife was a military nurse, so he's lived in Germany with his kids and... He's done the Bundesliga stuff over nice. there. Then they got transferred to Japan. So he's done the J League over there with his kids and everything. And they were playing in both youth, you know, cities. And um, he said after after the Japan games, the, the parents would go out there. They would clean the grass. They would rake the grass. They would God. rake the six-yard boxes. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Much respect. Yeah. And, I, you know, that's just one of the many cool parts of the World Cup. I mean, yeah. did y'all watch the Senegal match yesterday? Absolutely. Like, watching their fans Go standing and dancing the yeah. entire match? Yeah. It's something to behold. Well, yeah. and I've got teenagers, and they don't watch anything with me. Okay. But when we were playing Wales, I said, you got to come watch this. And they're like, what do you mean? They're singing the national anthem. I said, look at the Wales fans. They're not singing their national anthem. They are screaming it, and they are crying. Yeah. Right. It's, oh, yeah. That is yeah. passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Olympics are neat. It still doesn't approach this. Yeah. No. Uh, not to me, it doesn't. No. So, okay, rewinding yeah. back to the Netherlands. Yeah. How do we beat these guys? Um, their youngster up front, Gakpo, oh, yeah. is gnarly. I don't know if y'all know this guy, but he's like, 6'3", it seems like. He's got legs up to his ears. He's got stride length of like seven feet. We don't have anybody that 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 is like him. Right. And he's scored in every match he's played thus far in the World Cup. Like, we're going to have to keep him off the attack. Absolutely. That's where I start yeah. in my analysis. Like, yeah. do you, do he's you a set beast as, for PSG. Do you set aside one guy just to, that's your only job? Like Zimmerman? My level? Yes. His level? Probably not. It needs I mean, to be a group effort. It's got to be a group effort because it's got to be Raymond Zimmerman. Well, right? if you watch him, I mean, he goes from left to right. I mean, he never Constant. stays in the like same place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Circling. Dun 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 dun. To bite you. Yeah. I think it's going to be one of those games that I think Americans are known for, and we're just going to have to gut it out. Scrappy. We're gonna, yeah, it's going to be grit. Well, I mean, yesterday Taylor two has amazing first half, second half holding on to the steering wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. Right. Oh, same yeah. Same as the Welsh game. Yeah, but that was the problem in the Welsh game, right? Because we were on top of them. Kept attacking. Right. But I think that's our inexperience at the World Cup level. I mean, Yedlin's the only one who actually has World Cup experience. Yep. One well, of my two Jews, by the way, on this team. Did you know that? I no. did not know I know. That. I know. Why, why would you? David Lee Roth likes the menorah. So I'll does Yedlin. A, I'll take you a guess. I'll, I'll let you guess. DeAndre Yedlin, by the way, given that he's a black guy, probably surprising to you. Who's the other one? Pulisic? No, no. And it's not Zimmerman, and it's not Aronson, which really? is surprising. It's Abraham Goldstein. He's our he's our keeper. Oh. Turner. Turner. No way. Matt Turner. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's why that's, you love this team so much. <laughs> Dude, that's a great story right there. Matt Turner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, like almost, almost never, almost stopped playing soccer, right? Yeah, and he didn't start until he was older. Yeah, like he didn't start when we started. Like junior, when four, I five, think yeah. something, right? Yeah, it was insane. And then he was, he was a junior in high school. He started playing soccer. Yes. Mediocre keeper in he was college. A, he was a baseball player. 
yeah. had a 90 mile an hour fastball. Mm, but you yeah. know what changed he his mind? Lefty, he'd still be playing. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what changed his mind? What? Watching the World Cup. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I liked it yesterday when Alexi Lawless said, tell your teachers it's okay. Yeah. I, Uncle Lexi's giving you permission. You can watch this game yeah. in class. Hey, did you guys see some of those Instagram pictures that were, I guess it was actually Twitter that from like colleges? So you have the big lecture hall. You have the professor on the board or whatever he's doing his deal at the lectern. Everybody has their laptop open. Everybody has the World Cup on. Yeah. So the early returns are, it was really well-watched here in the United States. And well-watched around the globe, as you might suspect. I mean, it was a huge match. And you know what I want to chalk that up to for these kids, the youngsters? It's the FIFA you know, game. The game. The game. They oh, love absolutely. the game. It's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even no kids. Like, I've, I've talked to the football players before in the past, and they're like, dude, I love soccer. I'm like, did you ever play? He's like, no, but I play FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. And my team's amazing. Hey, yeah. I, I want to point this out about the American team. I was reading some of the metrics yesterday about our squad, about our side. And this goes to kind of what you were talking about, Richard, about the second half kind of petering out as we did against the Welsh and against the Iranians. Our average speed is at the top echelon of any team in this tournament. Yeah. In other words, our team speed. Right. So our our work that we're putting in is essentially top class. Yeah. Right? Our aggression, physical aggression, is is something to behold. Yeah. Um, There are very few teams that are playing at our level. And I just don't know. It's almost like we're spending our powder in the first half. We are right, but but you, I mean, but against the England team, we kept it up in the second half. We did. I think it's because we score. Yeah, I'm like okay, all right, we got the goal. Let's it, back it, off and just also... not concede something in a counterattack or something. And so, that's not what we're good at, right? We're not going to park in the bus. No, <laughs> we no, don't we're do not that very well. No. Well, and I think it's uh, it plays into our inexperience also. Right. Yeah. Being yeah. on this world stage, it, it's it's a pinch me moment for so many of these guys in every other country. That's what they live for. Right. That's what they right. do. And they gave us kudos, they being the pundits. They said, look, they're actually doing a better job than they usually do. Usually they just kick it and and, and hit and hope. But yeah, now, but now they're they're spending the extra time. They're getting the foul. They're laying down. They're spending the time to run the clock out, which is better. Um than, than in the past. Now, something that, and, and I'm, I'm no aficionado at all, but I think this team, our passing is so much better than it's been in the past. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Ball control. Yeah. Because before we had athletes. Right. There's, there's no shortage of athletes, but it's, it's, we didn't grow up doing it. And Jeff and, I, and, and we're going to get into this, is soccer in the United States, our best players grew up playing in Europe. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think people realize that Pulisic was over at Chelsea when he was 12. Right. I mean, so... So he's been groomed to play right. that brand. Well, this is the most European team that we've ever fielded at a World Cup. Right. In other words, our our guys have had more international experience than we've ever had before. Usually, we had more domestic players. And we actually have quite few uh, singularly domestic players on this team. One of the ones is is Zimmerman, the guy that right. you mentioned, our center back, um, the uh, just a minute ago. So he was pulled from the starting lineup right. for the Iran game. Yeah, and Vickers was put in the starting lineup, which I think was a great move by Burrowhalter because Vickers has international experience on 
pressure-packed stages. And Zimmerman, you know, as, as good as he might be, does not. Uh, and you saw Zimmerman, he got brought on in the final minutes. Brought and that cheese. huge mallet head of his No, he had wound like up, seven amazing headers. Yeah. He was great because and Iran's, the clear. Iran's yeah. trying to put it over the top, desperate right. for a goal. And that's a great time for Zimmerman. Right. But Vickers' strength on uh, defending wings really came into play in that matchup. I'll yeah. be interested to see if he starts again. If it's me, I'm starting him. Vickers, that is. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think, you know, with Zimmerman playing in the MLS, you could kind of see what happened against Bale in, in the Welsh game, right? Yeah, there was day. no reason to tackle that ball. All he had to do was stand him up. And I think I think Vickers would have stand him, stood him up because he does it with Celtic all the time. Yep. And so, but I think the other reason they put Vickers in is because I think Zimmerman was tired. Yeah, he may have been. You know, may have been. I mean, the pace at the international level compared to MLS <laughs> is like night and day, right? You're right. And so he played two almost full games, and he was he was Spent. exhausted. That, that that actually is a question a question of mine for you yeah. is what is the difference between the American game, whether it's MLS or collegiate, and the international game? I mean, I know I know how kids come up in the European system is a lot different. They, yeah. they don't have a lot of scholastic sports. They definitely don't have collegiate sports. So they're pros when they're 13, 14. Is I it mean, the pace younger. of play? Is it is it how plays are set up? What is what is the difference? I mean, they live they literally live at the soccer field mm-hmm. or the football pitch. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like either they're going to work a remedial job or they're going to be a professional. A footy. Yeah, I mean, here you go to college, you get a degree, and you're like, ah, should I go into law or should I go and try to play in the MLS? Middle I've had management. friends. I've had friends that say that. Sure. You know, and and so and. Over in Europe, soccer is the thing. Football yeah. is the thing. Everywhere over in the here, world. over here, if you say you're a soccer coach, people are like, oh, okay. You uh, smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> 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 not at the high school level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Maybe I, not on your but, but, you know, these, these kids are literally in schools. Like when they brought Messi over from Argentina, you know, I mean, he was put in a boarding school for soccer at Barcelona. Yeah. yeah. Like, he didn't have dances. He didn't have any kind of social activities. He was literally out on the field almost 12 hours a day. So how does America get to the place where we do that in an American way? Because, look, we're, we're never well, going to okay. have, like, so, the French have their, their academy de sport, right? Right. Where if you're good at basketball, tennis, doesn't matter, soccer included, you just kind of go off to this place in the middle of nowhere and you hang out with other athletes and you do very little studying and you basically just study. Well, we had that with gymnastics and look how that's turned <laughs> out. Oh, no. You know, that's a really good point. Well, yeah. Inherent dangers. Well, okay, so I <laughs> yes, think sir. I think here's the problem. I think, one, the United States is too big. Yeah. And it's there's too, it's too, too many large. options. There's too many options. There's And... And then if you look at the European model, like if you look at Germany, like Klauser Slotten, that's where my friend was. Okay. Like, you know, the city taxes paid for the city teams. Got it. Is that ever going to happen? No. Probably not. They tried to do it here in San Antonio where the Spurs were going to mm-hmm. have the, you know, the um, SAFC and they were going to pay for the players and all that and, you know, no pay to play, right? And then you went out and you got these coaches and they – they brought these kids in, and that lasted a couple of years. The Spurs didn't make the playoffs, and all of a sudden, now I hear it's pay to play again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a money hole. Yeah, it is. Soccer is a money hole. 
Yeah. Is, is, and, there, is and, there a possibility, because I know this is happening in basketball, where they're taking kids that are 15, 16. I think, I forget what it's called. It's like ath- Athletics Unlimited. It's there's, basically. There's several of them. Did, I mean, is which that. Which are is, basically IMG Academies and other. Yeah. IMG. There's, there's yeah. several. Yeah. It was tennis. And then I know for a fact it was soccer at ING. Yeah. And, and now they have basketball. And now they have basketball. Um, and football. Yeah. And football, too. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, these things exist. I. I'm wondering when that happens for soccer. America has 350 million people, right? And somehow we can't produce the correct athletes to be a world power on the soccer pitch. Because they're not and playing soccer. That's if the Le- answer. Absolutely. If, if 100%. LeBron James was a mid-center, yeah. you think he'd get those headers out? Oh, my God, of course. Odell Beckham played soccer very, very well in high school and yeah. had all kinds of offers to, to go the route of go to Europe Right, uh, and I mean, I saw I, I saw him kick a sixty-five yard field goal. Wow, Beckham! Wow, I mean OBJ, not Beckham. Yeah, I know what you meant. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many contributing factors. Yeah, I mean, we're I you know back when I was growing up, they said my generation would be the generation would change would change right. But that's not going to be the case. We keep saying that with every generation, right? Unfortunately. Exactly. You know, they they created the ODP, the Olympic Developmental Program. So every city had an ODP group, and they were going to go from that into the national team. Then they kind of they didn't scrap it, but now it's put to the side. Now it's MLS next, you know. And before that, it was the academy where you know it was the best of the clubs of those cities were in this particular academy. And you know we would play Oklahoma, we play Houston, you know we'd play all over. You know it's just I, and then the barrier to entry. And I, and I was talking to Jeff about this. I said um, in a vacuum. Soccer should be pretty inexpensive to play. It's a ball, yeah, and some shoes. Correct. But to play on these teams, oh, it's thousands. ridiculous. I, and I've got friends. That I met Jeff through soccer. You met Chris. Yes, you're, sorry, I met you. Actually, yeah. you and I kind of met through soccer a million years ago too. But my daughter played on on a team with his son, and right. I knew he, I knew he was the coach, and I thought for sure he'd be all active. But he was slick. He just sat on the side and just watched. Good for you. Yeah, way to be that guy. Absolutely, and not be that guy. Not be the it's other hard. Guy. It's I, hard. It is. <laughs> and that's the other thing. I'm glad you brought that up. Because, you know, when we start out at the youth level, nine times out of ten, it's a mom or a dad. Right. Yeah. And who's it, never played. But it, and it's sixty five bucks to play. But but, but then when you start getting good, it's thousands of dollars to play and they don't want you to play anything because, else. Just and you see this at the high school all the time. It's happening right now. The transition from soccer to football or soccer to to or football to basketball, yep. the coaches who are all friends of mine, and they'll say at a table, "You can play all the sports," but really they're like, no. "We want you for our sport." Yep. Well, I think that's changing, at least at Alamo Heights. It is. I hope it I'm is. Glad no, it is. That. It is like we have a girl who's a cheerleader. Yeah, you know, and that's that's almost and plays soccer. Yeah. Oh, cool. And the cheerleading coach has been great. All um, right. So let me point two things out. First of all. We're not the only North American country that has a really hard time winning in the World Cup. Absolutely. Okay. Mexico and their storied soccer tradition. Right. I mean, they've got they've got they've got 150 million people in their country. Okay. The Drake curse. Granted, it's 200 million less than we have, but Mexico can't win. No. They freaking stink. They can't. They can't. They have not advanced past the round of 16 in like 40 years. Okay. That's unimpressive. And right. they play today. They may not even get out of their group. 
Right. So they have Mexico, to win big. To and Mexico out, is right? a soccer culture. They're not splitting it up between tennis and basketball and, and football, right? right? It's soccer, soccer, soccer. So I don't think that we should be quite as judgmental as we are of the lack of American soccer success. Secondly, that's okay. So that's my first observation. My second observation is if we ever really do want American soccer to take it to the next level, soccer at the high school level has got to be played in a season opposite of football, not the same damn one. Move soccer to the spring. It already is, Jeff. It's in the winter. Yeah. That's my point. It's it's in the winter. Doesn't it overlap soccer? No. Or sorry, it overlaps basketball. Right. It overlaps right. basketball. That, sorry. <clears throat> That's yeah. why I didn't play, because it overlapped basketball. Yeah. You, I mean, it's... it's you have, yeah, but it's one of those things where I think, you know, back in the day, they just fit it in. Well, like, why, yeah. why can't we move it, it to the also spring ran. to overlap with track and with baseball? Because there should be, in theory... Well, then you're, lap, you're overlapping in two sports instead of just one. I don't care, because <laughs> track... Track and soccer have a lot of similarities in right. their training, right? Well, and Sharpie's son plays both, so we can't do that. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. And then, Throw and the then, flag. And then, and Yellow then, card. And then baseball. Baseball players are baseball players. Yeah. They're not necessarily going to overlap with your soccer players. You need uh, to have the ability to recruit ba- the basketball athlete for soccer. Yeah. I, uh, I, it, it ought to be in the spring. And by the way, it's stupid in every single state in America to be playing an outdoor sport in the worst weather. But they're not. We're the only one that plays during the winter. Texas is? Mm -hmm. Well, that's even dumber. I think there (laughs) might be one other state, but like New Mexico, they're in the fall. They're in the fall? Yeah, they they play. What about the Northeast? What's their season? (sighs) Some, Some states have like girls in the fall and then boys in the spring. Okay. And then some are vice versa. Okay. It just all depends okay. on what state you're at. Soccer ought to be a spring sport, period. I don't know why that's hard to figure out. Well, when you're into soccer, it's a everyday sport. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, because they're in these leagues okay, and so, they're traveling. I mean, how many yeah. times have you spent Thanksgiving um, at a friendlies in Oklahoma City because there was oh, yeah. a tournament? Well, my son's team that he doesn't play on anymore Last year, we went to Houston for the entire week, Tuesday through Sunday, right? to do soccer. Wow. I've done that. I've, I've been in Dallas and yeah. done that. It's and Well, and, I mean, you've got these club coaches who, I mean, it's their business. It's a yeah. racket. That's, that's the problem. Same thing in basketball, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, you've got to get that out of the equation. And by the, by the time that the kids are good and they're on these, these teams, it's like, well, it's soccer or anything else. And, and furthermore, they tell them, and Sharpie knows this, don't play for your high school. Play on our club team because the college scouts are at these club tournaments. They're yeah. not they, – they don't give a shit about your, your high school team. So this is a problem in soccer, and it's a problem in basketball, well, t- and it's a problem in tennis, believe it or not, where what's becoming more important is your club right. rather than your school. And I don't know how to solve that problem. As a, as a guy who, by the way, used to run a, a club basketball program – uh, he but, totally bankrupted it. Well, I didn't, make, <laughs> I, I didn't make any money. I wasn't looking to make any money. I was just looking to coach athletes. It was fine. But, they, but they've sold club soccer on that's how you're going to get the college scholarship. But it's the 1% of the 1%. So right. all the money these parents are putting they into the this. Whales they could have, Yeah, they could have put it in a, you know, some kind of Well, and then, and then we, had the, and, we had this conversation uh, that we, 
have friends who who went the club route, also played for your team, spent thousands and thousands of dollars, and then it's like, yeah, you get a partial scholarship to a D3 school. <laughs> right. Who don't even have scholarships. Right. So you yeah. spent their college tuition chasing this dream. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're still not playing at North Carolina. Right. And and the individual target, great player. Yeah. Great player. But see, what I'm hoping is is more people like us, when we're having kids and everything, kind of can look at the fact of, hey, my kid's good, but he's not that good. Yeah. Do we really need to spend all this money to get him to this place? Or can we go this route, not spend that money, and he'll go to here, right. where he's going to go anyway? Which is fine. And right. basketball, look, the delusional soccer or basketball or tennis or golf parent is never going to die, right? right? My right. kid my kid is absolutely a D1 player. Have you watched Division One? Because he's not. Right. right. He or exactly. she is not. Right. Um, but that's not the point. The point is to enjoy the sport at whatever particular level you're playing it at. Right. And, you know, I don't want to see an athlete like myself who really wanted to play soccer but could not because it overlapped right. with basketball. There was right. no chance. Right. I would love to see good athletes being given the chance to to play. Uh, and, and, hey, man, you might find a diamond in the rough. As we talked about, Matt Turner did not figure out he was a great soccer player until he was a junior. Right. Right? Um, exactly. I, well, it's like, it's like Pulisic's story, right? I mean, he was playing for the youth national team. A Borussia Dortmund scout came to watch the U.S. team and Brazil play down in the Nike friendlies down in, you know, down in Florida, they weren't there to watch him. They were there for someone else. Yeah. And all of a sudden he had this breakout game. He was in the right place at the right time. He took a shot. It went in and all of a sudden, boom, he's on the radar. That's how it happens. Right. By the way, our under 16 American team just went undefeated at the U 16s. That's awesome. They beat England. They beat, they beat some powers. Well, Spain, they drew with Spain. Spain, Yeah. Yeah. We've got a gal. Um, that that grew up that, that's in Rico's grade. Yeah, her dad was a professional soccer player. He uh, was the all-time leading scorer of MLS before Landon oh. Donovan jumped Ooh. on the scene. Her name is uh, Michaela Cunningham. Okay, Jeff Cunningham's her dad. And, huh. and he's wow, Jamaican. great guy. Awesome Major guy. League Soccer's all-time leading scorer. And he, was. Point, he, he was. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Yeah. And Michaela is unbelievable. That's so cool. when when I coached Rico's team, we'd say, "All right." Michaela's in. We'd have to pull her in like three minutes because she'd score five goals. And if it get, got close, it'd be like, all right, Michaela, you're back in. <laughs> but I think she may, she's on the Olympic developmental team. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. She's, she's on one of the youth national group, yeah. like pools. Are we on the come up? I was having a very nice conversation with a very serious soccer guy, um, you know, former like junior Olympian type. Um, and he said... In four more years, we are going to be a top 16 team in the world. But haven't we said that for the last we've 20 been, years? We've, we've we been in the top. We've, yeah. said we've that, been in the top. And we've been there before. I think yeah. what's going to be a positive thing is that, what, 90% of these players are going to be back for the next World Cup. Because which is we're here, young. Which is here in America. Are we yes. the most talented team we've ever had? I would say we are. Individually, probably, yes. Yeah. It's the best. I you, think You were talking about our passing so much it better is, than it's been we, in teams. We are showing more ball skills than I think we've ever shown. And yeah. for for my entire lifetime of watching soccer, what's annoyed me about watching men's 
uh, men, USMNT soccer is that we are so bad on the ball. Yeah. You won't see a great turn. You won't see tricky step over dribbles or anything to that effect. Like with we, the exception of one or two guys on an entire we roster, could, we couldn't this trap we the ball. But see, I think that's also during our time. I know my coach would yell at me if I screwed up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if I wanted to, you know, try something new, I was like, no, no, no. Creativity discouraged. Right. right. Absolutely. Where the Brazilians are like hey. more of it. Yeah. More of it. More. But of it. but I think we're starting to see a generation that has changed that. Yeah. You know, where go ahead, take them on. Okay, you missed it. Go back, get it. Come back at him. You know, right. it's one of those kind of situations. My favorite American player of all time was Benny Fielhaber. Oh. And not just because he was Jewish. <laughs> but that sure the fuck helps. It does. <laughs> but, but correct me if I'm wrong, Sharpie. He yeah. was like raised in Brazil or he had some yeah. Brazilian connection. And that's and what like we were when always... he got on the ball, dude, he was tricky. Yeah. yeah. He was. No, he was a great player. Yeah. And we don't, we, we have a little bit of that starting to bloom, I think, on this team. Certainly, Pulisic on the ball is really good. Yeah, and he's super dangerous. Um, Adams has been really, really good on the ball. Number six, Mesa? Musa. Musa. Musa has yeah. been great on the ball. Um, but anyway. I think it goes back to how much experience they've had as a youngster. Yeah. Right? They've left the U.S. They've gone over. They've which got- I don't like, but I think you have to do it, right? At, th- at this in this, in this era, juncture, right. if you want to... I mean, think about it. I mean, Polisic uh, when he went against England and he hit the post, I mean, he was going against defenders that he's gone against before. Right. So this wasn't brand new. And and I heard that that he's going to replace uh, Ronaldo. At Man U? Yeah. Is that a rumor? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think I it's a rumor. That. Yeah. It's a rumor, Whoa. but... <laughs> did you see the Saudis offered... 200 million to Ronaldo. A year. Yeah. Per right. year. That's a like three-year contract. Live golf tour. But he, and that sport washing. Holy but it, Moses. Can but I, I get some of that money? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Liverpool's up for sale. Yep. Man, U's up for sale. The Liverpool uh, has been courted by uh, a guy from India mm. who's got like $90 billion, which is, which is three times as much as the, the group that bought Man City. Really? Yeah. So speaking of India, mm-hmm. they, they are the third most populous country, I believe. I yeah, think I think that's infrastructure, and they have they they've never even been to the World Cup that they're, I know of. I think they're cricketers. They are cricketers. <laughs> they you're right. High they have, lie, an, they have another sport that they yeah. care the most about. The right. sweet like, sweet sport of cricket. I <laughs> <laughs> use that wooden frat bat. Hey, <laughs> yes. Correct correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're using the old Arlington Stadium where the Rangers played okay. for cricket. Are they really? I think so. There's like a professional team? I don't know if it's professional, okay. but yeah. It's a bunch uh, of kids from Highland Park that didn't make the team. My, my only point is like <laughs> if, if it's just about population, then India should be really good. Right. China should yeah. be really, really good. Yeah. And they're not. No. Uh, it's There's more to it. it like you said, it's yeah. infrastructure. Yeah, it's infrastructure. I think it's history. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. I mean, these guys have been playing soccer or football for since the 1800s. Sure. Yeah. Can we beat the? Yeah. How do we beat the Netherlands? I think it's one of those where we really have to just, you know, swing for the fence kind of thing. Yeah. Lawless likes to always say, like, yeah. just go for it, yeah. man. Well, I mean, we have nothing to lose now, right? Nothing I mean, the whole all. idea was to get out of bracket. Yeah. I think Burhalter set the limit, and it was like, get out of the bracket. They and did it. See what happens. Being undefeated. I mean, that's pretty cool. It yeah, is. It is. So if if the United States can get past Netherlands. 
it becomes obviously you go more uphill and it's a steeper incline right. the farther you go. Is that if they get past the Netherlands, is there another step they can go? Or do you just hit a wall? I think you hit a wall. Okay. <laughs> I do. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I would love to see us go all the way, but let's be realistic about okay, it. Okay. So who are the teams that you see as just France? Indefatigable. Oh, yeah. France yeah. is just so The nasty. French are really good again. Yeah. Um, they're really good. Brazil, obviously. Spain's no slouch. Judge Spain, Spain, Spain is, is no slouch at all. Could no. If the Netherlands gets past the United States, could they're they legit. be a World Cup winning team? They nice. could. Final four. Yeah. Maybe. You know, I've I've always been, I've always kind of rooted for the African teams, like yeah, Senegal. Yeah, I always do too. Right? Yeah. They I sent mean, their goalie home. Or Who was it? Cameroon? Cameroon sent their goalie home? Yeah. What for? He got in a fight with the manager. And oh, the manager yeah. Sent, oh, yeah. sent him home. Well, yeah. that'll do it. <laughs> Do you guys remember when the French walked out of their manager, out of the practice? No, the World that Cup? happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were having a bad World Cup anyway. It was like three World Cups ago. And they ran out of cheese on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> they literally had a walkout at practice. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, there's so much drama. And soccer players drama. are too dramatic. Oh, the, I think, the I fall think it, down roll. But it was, you know, it's French. I think in France that if you're not happy at your job, you get like a three-month break. Yeah. 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 It's like, come on, guys. No, I read that in Japan that if you quit smoking, you get like an extra two. Uh, Years of life? Like, well, that too. <laughs> But Two children? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's China, sorry. 1.3 children. Yeah. No, they, they give you like three more weeks vacation because the smoke breaks. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Productivity. Yeah. There you go. That's pretty glad smart. I quit. <laughs> we have to pass legislation so we don't have a major breakdown of the, tra- uh, the trains and, the, and all that. Grade Pulisic's World Cup for me. Pulisic? Uh, what did I say? Pulisic. Pulisic. That's his Polish name. That's how you say it. Uh, my, bad. Uh, my bad, big time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would, I would seriously, I think, he did, I think he did great in the first half of Wales. Yep. I think he did a great job for the 90 minutes of the England game. Yep. And I think until he got hurt, he was doing great. I mean, he made a 40-yard run to put his body on the line. So, I mean, it's up there in the eight and nines. I mean, it's up there. Has yeah. anybody else emerged from this American team as, you know, Maybe somebody who gets a big gig after this. The guy that I am circling is Adams, and I oh, realize yeah. I'm answering my own question there. Is there so Adams went through there? the That's basically Adams went through the red. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff setting himself up and knocking him down. True. You, you know, Adams went through the Red Bull group. He went from New Jersey. He went from there. He went up to uh, Red Bull and Salzburg and all that. And then he went, you know, so I think he's just grown up in that whole idea. I'm going to run for 90 minutes. Yeah. And his job is one of those jobs that to Bob, I mean, he, it doesn't look like he's doing that much, but he's but working the whole time. He's covering for everybody else's mistakes, he Sure does. you know, and I think that's some of the things that to the untrained eye, people don't realize, and that is the amazing part of soccer. Has I mean, he been our best player? I think so. Yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pulisic, obviously, is our most talented, but right. but Adams has been the guy that's made the difference. Right. And I think I think Musa has shown well. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Tim Ream has shown well. I mean, really Tim Ream well. wasn't even in the mix. Right. How many? Is he 30, uh, did you hear what Pep? Did you hear what Pep said to him after the Man City game? No. Because he plays for Fulham. Right. After the Man City game, he went up to him. He goes, if you weren't 34, I would sign you. Wow. 
Wow. He reads the game so well. Yeah, but, Step ahead. Yeah, but a year ago when he was in the, the mix, he was okay. And then, all, and then, you know, Fulham gets promoted. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, he just starts playing out of his mind. Interesting. Is, yeah. I like a fine wine. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. Isn't he like 34? Yeah. I don't think I'm making that up. No, right? you're not. Yeah. No, he's 34 years old. Um, <laughs> I really want to see Gio. But see, I, hey, he excites me for all the yeah. right reasons. But can we go back oh, to tell something? Me, hold tell on. me about your excitement. Hold on. Can uh, we, hold on. <laughs> you guys can have your thing in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back to Tim Ream. I think that's another problem with U.S. soccer. We try to get all the studs and all the athletic soccer players to play forward. Right. Defense wins games. 20 years ago, as a, a young coach, I would have said BS. You yeah. guys are full of it. I need three monster forwards. That's I don't, all I need. Yeah. Defense? Ah, we'll just outscore them six to seven. You know, <laughs> the American way, right? <laughs> More. You know, but as, as I've gotten older, I realize, like, you really need the athletic soccer player in the back who has speed and who is very intelligent. And that's and where you size. get your, like, if you yeah. could get a, a small forward. Yeah, a basketball player. <laughs> that can move. Yeah. That can get up in the air. Yes. I mean, and, and Anthony, that's another thing. Anthony I, Robinson might be the best athlete on the entire USMNT, and he's playing in the back. Yeah. Yeah. How come our set pieces are shit? That's yeah. a good question. God. I don't know. They've been a huge disappointment. I heard I that they hired uh, a set play specialist for this World Cup. They should it's not show Yeah, every, uh, every single corner has gone to the near post. Every like, are one. they afraid that they, you know, the keeper's going to come out if they uh, are they too afraid much that we don't air? have anybody that can get up? I, that's a good question. We don't. Because we, we don't. We really don't. We don't. We're not a team yeah. of size. We are yeah. The Germans are the high flyers, uh, right? Uh, always with their blitzkrieg. Unless you have Ronaldo. And that guy doesn't matter. I mean, that guy can jump six feet yeah, out of the stadium. In the air. Yeah, but 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 you're right. We yeah. do not have that kind of size. And as we play the Netherlands, who does have size, yeah. that's that scary. should be a scary. Every corner is going to be ass pucker time. Absolutely, oh. particularly their corners. Yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta knock them yeah, out that, for throw-ins. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't, you can't give concede up. a uh-huh. corner. Mm-mm. Not at all. No. Oh, what were it's you exciting, just saying? Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about Geo. Yeah, Gio. That's what we wanted to do. So, so back to that, yeah. So here's why I like Gio, because it's a little bit about everything we've talked about. He pl- he d- developed in the States and then later went to Europe, right? Went to Borussia Dortmund. Okay. But his his dad. And mom. And mom. Claudio. Were pro players. Yeah. Claudio was. National team players. Yeah. So I think that's, we answered our own question. You need a little mix of everything. Yeah. It, to, to bring well, American ba- soccer. Okay, so going back to Reyna. Who would you take out? He's a midfielder. I know that's where it gets tough. Yeah, we only play with three. You're not. You're not going to take out Pulisic. You're not going to. You're not. Well, gonna is take, he hurt? No. He, look. Let's be honest. Did you see? He did got you see? his balls racked. Yeah. That's what you call yeah. a pelvic contusion or a publicly. Yeah. You know. You a call. Lower, yeah. what, that's a lower balls. abdomen. Yeah. Lower abdomen. Yeah. That's so how you put it out. He yeah, got okay. kicked in the dick. He no no. He got dick. knee. Oh. He got a knee in the nutsack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, did you not see the way he was walking? Yeah. It's the exact way you walk when you're about to puke because you just got racked. Now we we told the kids when we hurt. were watching it. Oh no, it was his hip. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that nobody on the broadcast was like, "Yeah, that's you know, he just caught that one in the private area." I or think something. Like I think that. it was on the BBC. They would have said it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But somehow we have to say it's a lower abdominal strain. Yeah, right. Come on, man. Yeah. He bruised his balls. Hey, did you guys see him when he met? So they 
in the hotel. Yeah, yeah. he was like jumping he's, around. No, yeah. he's fine. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he announced yeah. on his Twitter page he's playing. Dude, so, he, yeah. so you're not taking him out. Right. Um, Western McKinney? No I, way. No way you're taking McKinney no out. No way. He's too he's physical. Like yeah. Uh, Musa has played great. Yeah. So I don't think Adams? he's coming out. Adams, no Can't way. Zero chance. No, you got to put the him only, up top. The only question is, is can he, he fast play enough to play up top? No. I, we don't have a number nine. We don't. Let's just be honest. Sergeant, I thought, played well. His definitely his best performance of the tournament. Yeah, he held the ball up. Um, but if he's banged up. Yeah, did you see, see him step on the ball? I did. Oh, it was terrible. I mean, full hyperextension. Yeah. Uh, I do not expect him to be ready no. for Saturday. No. Haji Wright, I have lost all confidence in. I don't see yeah. it. Um, but Burhalter loves him, so he might be up there. He might be up there. I, I don't want him up there. The commentators were ripping on him. He's like, you have one job when you come into the game, and that is to run. Can you put can you put Wea to a nine position and then play um Reina. Play Reina you could. In, in at the wing, the right wing? Yeah. I mean you could, right? Because we don't really have a true nine. Nobody really plays like a true nine. I mean, Sergeant's coming way back into the midfield to receive. Wouldn't Wea's speed be at least a bit of and a his threat? physicality. Yeah, ah, I agree. I think we saw some problems today. Uh, I'm going to call Burhalter. Call well, him right now. Yeah. Get him on the bat phone. <laughs> exactly. My 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 soccer friends say that I'm nuts for even suggesting it. No. No. That's no. a decent idea? Yes. Okay. Because I don't I think, think at this point anything's a yeah. decent idea because nothing has been wall. happening. I mean, think Especially about how many goals have we scored? Two. Right. Yeah. Es todo. Yeah. What the hell, man? Yeah. All the dice. Go. Yeah. Go big or go home. And they're basically Pulisic creations, both of them. Right. Uh I don't want to say that. That's not true. It's because, a team effort. Yeah, right? it's always a team goal. And the, the, the goal Pulisic scored the other day was an excellent team goal. Uh, yeah. The McKinney over the top. Uh, okay, let's let's go to that. Or, let's go to that. I mean, if you kind of start trying to break down some of the World Cup goals, how many of them have been scored four passes or less? Like Probably we t- very few, right? No, I don't know. No, there's all a lot. of them. It's there's all a lot, of them? There's a lot really? of goals yeah. that have been scored four or less passes. Huh. So if you look at that, it's like, why are we holding on to the ball? Why are we knocking the damn ball around? For- Quick strikes. Huh? Yeah, man. Like, let's go. Go for Interesting. It. I love back in the day, you know, Donovan and those guys, Clint Dempsey. I mean, it's like, hey, balls to the wall. Let's go. Did you hear what Dempsey said about Shaq? No. Oh. He said he's he, yeah. he had his hand raised for my bad more than he had good passes. <laughs> yeah, he said that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That Shaq. Shaq Moore. Yeah, yes. Moore. Yes. Were you thinking uh, uh, Shaq? Yes, the I thought you were player? saying he talked shit about Shaquille O'Neal. I'm, like, oh, I'm really interested. <laughs> I thought Shaq, everybody did that. <laughs> Shaq Moore can't play. He cannot play. There's yeah. no way you put him on the pitch again yeah. in this World Cup. That was an atrocious performance. And I thought Haji Wright was like just slightly. Not as bad. Uh, I, I would not put him out there again. No. Um, you know, you want Sargent to start if possible, but I, I don't know. Look, we, we've gone long. This has been awesome. Oh, I love Sharp. this. Thank this you. This is really cool. Oh, just call me Sharpie. Sharpie. Yeah. Right. On the field, I'm coach. Um, out here, I'm Sharpie. How do the Heights teams look? We look good. We look good. The boys look good. I mean, unfortunately, they, you know, they graduated a lot, but okay. I think they have a lot coming up, and uh, Coach Perez does a great job with them. Girls, we're looking good. Nice. We're looking good. We, we've we got the pieces to the puzzle, I think. Now, if I can just get out of their way and let them play, <laughs> we'll be fantastic. <laughs> what is um, what is the ceiling on that team for you, on your, with your ladies? Well, I mean, if you look at our playoff run, I mean, in the last couple of years, we've been out in the first round, but we've played teams that have gone on to the regional tournament. Okay. Yeah. 
So this year it's a little different. I don't think we hit those teams until the second round. Uh, so maybe we'll get past the first round. I mean, I'm definitely looking for a long run. Oh, that's for awesome. sure. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Yeah. And, and Good we've got stuff. the numbers. So the great thing about high school is you have unlimited numbers on a roster. Right. You know, so I take full advantage, you know, subbing eight out at a time, putting fresh legs in and watching the other team bend over and say, oh, my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. This girl hasn't played for 17 minutes, and now I've got a brand-new girl coming out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just tactics like that. And it's kind of like tactics in the World Cup with now with five subs. Yes. I mean, all of a sudden now games at the end are kind of more exciting because you've got fresh legs. That was a huge change, and it's made a big difference. Yeah. The second half of the games is where most of the goals have been scored in this World Cup, yeah. by and large. Um, right. And it's in no small part due to the fact that you're bringing more fresh legs. In the right. Second That's half. the one thing we can thank for COVID. I guess so, yeah. yeah it was yeah. COVID that yeah. did that. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Good call. Yeah. Um, it's really been a pleasure. Good yeah, thanks, guys. Team. Love yeah. to come back on. And go Love USA, you, man. Yeah, Go absolutely. USA. I cannot wait for Saturday morning. It's going to no, be good. I can't either. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Uh, like and subscribe. The Unrestricted. Thanks. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh.